Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm your host, Amobi Okugo, and we are back with another episode of Bank Shots, a podcast segment under a Football Athlete Podcast Network. Um, always a pleasure to be back. Sorry, this is coming later in the week, um, just adjusting to some things uh, on the personal side of things. So uh, thank you guys for being patient with me. So if you are new, welcome to the podcast. If you're returning, thank you. Uh, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and uh, we're just trying to, trying to grow this platform, uh, trying to give you guys consistent content, so the more support, the better. Um, so much appreciated, and uh, this podcast is going to be nice and short, uh, nice and sweet. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are Netflix watchers, but Netflix came out with a new movie, uh, High Flying Bird. Um before we get started on what the movie is about, it's crazy because this whole movie was shot with the iPhone. And I'm not sure if you've heard past episodes where I talk about there's really no excuses anymore. I started this podcast with my phone. Literally, I got the Anchor app, got my phone, started recording. Now, as time went on, I started investing more money. Okay, I got um, a microphone. I'm using my computer. I'm doing all these different things. They were able to shoot a movie with just a phone. So there's no excuses for you to not um, expand on if you want to build a brand, if you want to promote yourself, if you want to, you know, um, connect with um, different people. You literally have a computer in the size of your hand. So um, just a quick tidbit on that. So the movie is about a sports agent and his client facing a lockout in the NBA. And I thought it was really good, really well run, uh, really well written, and a really good movie. They did a great job of compacting kind of everything you need to know and everything, like every lesson that you could learn in under two hours. They did a great job with that. And um, I suggest you watch the movie, even if you're not you know, directly involved in sports, um, this is a great movie to help you um, get an insight into not only the agent lifestyle, but the player lifestyle and the different family aspects and business aspects that go into the sports business side. So with that being said, I'm just going to give you some um, lessons and five things I learned from the uh, learned from the movie or five talking points that I think you guys should focus on. Um, I don't want to give the movie away too much. I think you guys should go watch it. Uh, you really will learn a lot from it. Um, it's really entertaining and uh, really eye-opening um, in a number of ways. But quick synopsis, um, sports agent, he has his first round draft pick. They're in a lockout. He's trying to figure out different ways to help him, you know, stay sane and you know, have have money while um, you know not breaking any rules and making sure um, his client is uh, protected at all costs. Um, so, what I'm going to take away from the high flying bird is that you should always have a nest egg. You know, athletes, whether it's a lockout injury, uh, you get cut. Having that nest egg and um, that emergency fund is important, no matter what situation you're in. Because in this movie, um, the agent 
of the movie, he talks about how he doesn't think the professional athletes, sorry, the professional basketball players will last that long because, you know, they don't have the nest egg necessary to stay firm in a time of when they're not getting paychecks. You know, when you're not getting paychecks and you have bills to pay, you know, your uh, your emotions kind of run higher. You're not making as uh, many as many smart decisions because you feel you feel the pressure of you know you're not getting paid you have these bills to pay your family's worried about them how are you going to feed your family are you really going to be playing like how long is the lockout going to be um so these different things uh, would not happen or would not be as hurtful to your situation if you had a nest egg to prepare for a rainy day so say you're out for 3 months 6 months a week you know that because you you allocated your funds properly that you can handle um, an emergency if need be. So uh, I really took that away, um, especially when the agent pointed out that the players wouldn't, won't be ready for a lockout. And it goes back to lockouts. You know, players and owners, you have to be really smart. Owners aren't just, they're billionaires. They own a team for a reason. That's their play money. Very rarely would you see an owner make their money from owning a sports franchise. They usually own something else, make a lot of money, and then buy a sports franchise. So they can hold out for a long period of time. They have multiple sources of income. They're ready for a rainy day. So if these professional athletes that want to get more out of a lockout or a work or, or a strike, they need to know that they need to build multiple sources of income. They need to prepare for a rainy day. They need to have a nest egg. They need to have an emergency fund. Because not only for negotiation tactics, but in real life situations, because you never know what could happen in your career. So that was one talking point, one theme that I really took away from High Flying Bird. Another one that kind of plays into this particular situation is uh, not only loan sharks, but people taking advantage of your situation at hand. So in the movie High Flying Bird, the the rookie NBA client, he ended up taking a loan from, we'll, we'll call him an agent. Uh, I don't think he was really an agent, but um, he ended up taking a loan from an agent manager type, uh, type gentleman. And knowing his situation, it wouldn't have been, it wasn't the smartest thing for him to take a loan. As his agent pointed out, is you never take a loan that you can't pay back. And why was he so willing to give him money in the first place, knowing the situation that he's in? These are questions you got to ask yourself. Now, the, the rookie client owes him money, interest on the money, and he's in the situation. So because he he felt prey to the situation, he's put himself further in the hole of what he's already in. And as an athlete, these these situations happen in many different forms, whether it's, you know, you're not getting paid and someone wants to cover your your expenses and then on the back end expect what what you what they paid you plus interest or, you know, family and friends giving you emotional blackmail. You know, I was with you all the way till you got pro. Yeah, you owe me, man. You owe me. Nah, don't fall for these traps because they will tug at your heartstrings and take advantage of. Um, you being nice and you feeling like you have to take care of a village because you were fortunate and blessed enough to get paid for your ability as a professional athlete. So that was another thing. I really, this, the movie opens up with that 
that scene of the rookie explaining to his agent what happened. And it was really eye opening, just like right off the bat, it hits you with um, like a real situation that I would say 98% of athletes face in some shape or form. Uh, what else that happened in the movie? Um, it's really important to have a strong team. One of the other athletes, his mother was his manager, his agent, his uh, PR, his uh, lawyer, all that. And it's and his older brother was his advisor, consultant. And you could just tell that he had a strong team around him to make sound and just decisions with anything involved in his career. And it was amazing to see how um, how able how he was able to you know stay on a clear line to what he wanted in his career compared to the rookie client that kind of came from um, a different a different sort of background. You know, came from the inner city. He kind of had to do it all on his own and, um, you know, learn through trial and error. So, you know, there's blessings and curses to both sides, but it was interesting to see how uh, much more protected the other player was because he had a strong team around him. And in many cases, it's not going to be your family and friends or your older brother that taking it, uh, that are able to help you. Sometimes it could be an agent. Sometimes it could be a family, uh, a family member or an old coach. Um, but the most important thing is to not only have that trust, but to ask questions to make sure that you are able to trust them and, um, and have that sense of security with whoever is representing you. A lot of times people just go with, uh, people because of word of mouth, like, oh yeah, he's represents this person. He represents that person or she represents this person. And she was able to get him that deal. When that's not the case, you have to find who works for you, who do you trust, who would you be willing to recommend to somebody, and not just because they found you a good deal, but because you know that when you're at your lowest point in your career, you can count on them to be there for you. Many times, that's not the case for a lot of um, athletes. So it's important to have a strong team, and I really thought I really thought the movie did a great job of you know highlighting that. Um, Lastly, I think there's some there's two other things that I wanted to talk about that really caught my eye with the movie. Um, what were they? Oh yeah. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, money talks. Money talks. So the athletes and the NBA owners were really they were really fighting about money, and the agent in the movie was able to construct a business idea that affected the NBA owner's money. And guess what happened? The lockout was over. So as athletes, as managers, as agents, as financial advisors, as team owners, as fans, what it all comes down to is money. Whether it's a business decision, a trade, how, how come he got traded? How come this happened? It's money. Business is business is business. And when you can directly affect the pockets of who you're trying to work with or not work with, that's when things get done. So don't waste time trying to negotiate and, you know, make safe face and do this. Get to the numbers first and foremost, 
And then from there, build out everything else you want to do, because that's the first uh, move on the chessboard. And that's what's going to get everything else done. Money talks. And I thought it was it was very interesting to see how quickly the movie changed once the pockets were affected on both sides. And sports business is a multi-billion dollar industry. And now I feel like you've seen recently how athletes are starting to take control of their um, their likeness, their brands, their marketing, their endorsements, their investments, their overall on the court, on the off the court strategy. It's going to continue to build and um, be important that not only do you focus on the money first, but you focus on the money that will help you overall in a positive way. Like they say, not all money is good money, but in this case, money talks. So it's important to understand what you're negotiating for, why you're negotiating for it, how it affects this business compared to that business, this partnership compared to that partnership, this company compared to this company. These are all important factors to ultimately tell you at the end of the day that money is the most important thing when it comes to negotiating and getting things done. Um, yeah, that's it. This was going to be quick. Told you. Bank shots. We keep them quick. We keep them consistent. Sometimes it's a rant. Sometimes it's what's happening throughout the week. Sometimes it's just my thoughts on a current situation. So um, I really enjoy you guys sticking with me as I have rebranded this whole uh, Frugal Athlete Podcast Network. I know I've given you consistent bank shots. I just wanted you guys to get used to that. We're going to slowly incorporate interviews and other standalone segments. we got um, a lot of cool potential partnerships, and I don't want to just keep talking about it, but I just want you to stay tuned and keep listening because these these are going to come. Uh, I've worked hard, and I, I really appreciate you guys' support and uh, love. And um, until next time, catch you guys later.